Welcome to Silverland Behind the Frame, episode number 12. I am Josiah Ness, and in this episode, we get to talk with Wade Layton, the Senior Vice President of the Evans Group. Wade has had the opportunity to work with a wide variety of companies and unique products across many industries. Also, we dive into how he's been able to tie his love for hunting and the outdoors with his work. Alrighty, and uh, so just to, to start off things off here, we're sitting here talking with uh, with Wade and uh, from uh, Evans Group, correct? Correct. And uh, so, tell me about this this business and how 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 long ago did you get involved with uh, the Evans Group and kind of how did that kind of take place? Now, I started with the Evans Group in 1992. So I've, I've been involved with them for a long time. Honestly, it's the only job I've ever had or the only place I've ever worked. Um, I, uh, I started pretty, pretty much fresh out of college. Uh, I was working in a retail sporting goods store, gun shop, and uh, had an opportunity to, to join this organization. And over the years have been, uh, been very blessed to, to, to remain in one place. And we just had a great time. And there seems to be a lot of different types of uh, uh, both advertising and, and promotion, you know, groups and stuff out there. So what what what's significant to to what you guys do? You know, we we're actually a you know, primarily a sales organization. So we have uh, a number of, of salesmen that are scattered across the United States. So we we service all fifty states as well as, as the country of Canada, and we have a sales network that's scattered across those territories. And then we provide sales services for, uh, for many different companies in, in the shooting and outdoor industry. Uh, a lot of those companies, uh, you know, they, people don't really think about how product gets to the shelf and somebody has to go in and sell it every day. And most companies don't have their own captive sales force. You know, so they'll hire someone like us to do it. And we'll go in with you know, a number of different manufacturers that we'll represent. Um, you know, all non-competing within our portfolio and there's some economy of scale there. So we can sure. send a single salesman in and uh, within his territory and then yeah. he can bring up, you know, a large portfolio of brands that he represents. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so having worked with a lot of different companies within the outdoor industry, I mean, it's a pretty wide uh, spread of, sure. <laughs> of influence. Uh, what would you say would be something that might be out of the ordinary or something really unique, either a company or maybe a product or something. I mean, assume that you can uh, talk about it and whatnot, but just uh, what would be kind of something that maybe people wouldn't, wouldn't think of when they think of what you guys would be doing? You know, it's, uh, it's pretty interesting you say that, you know, because we, we have do and have sold everything over the years from uh, firearms and ammunition and optics, uh, you know, holsters, gun cases, uh, cleaning supplies, almost you, you know, you can name it, but you know, we, uh, uh, we do and, and have sold everything from keychains to wallets to, you know, we currently represent taser and have for many years. So, you know, yeah. there's, uh, we, you know, we're, we're really lucky. We, you know, we get to, we span the gamut, everything from, you know, from firearms to an ammunition, like I said, to, uh, you know, we, you know, we, we represent Camelback today. So, you know, we're, we're selling coffee cups and guns. So it's a, it's, it's a pretty diverse business and it's, it's a lot of fun. So it keeps it different every day when you go into work. You're, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's something different every day. Yeah. So it's something different every day. It, uh, you know, you, you, it's really unique because you get to deal with, with a wide variety of personalities. You talk to, sure. uh, 
uh, you know, not only the people that work at all these factories, but you meet so many great people in your accounts. You know, you've got everything from mom and pop shops that have been family businesses, multi-generational family businesses. And, uh, you know, you meet great people there and the people behind the counter and, and the consumers that come in, you know, you're able to help them when you're in the stores. And then, you know, you go from there all the way up to, you know, the, the mass merchant, you know, the Bass Pros and the Cabela's and, uh, you know, our business yeah. has changed a lot over the years. You know, we call on Amazon and the, and the online retailers. So yeah. we, we see something different and have to be prepared for something different just about every day. Yeah. And so since you're having to, to deal with so many, such a wide variety of different companies and types of things, what, what would you say is the biggest um, uh, factor as far as that, that allows you to, to sell these companies? I mean, obviously it's very different sure. depending on which company you work with, but is there, is there a certain thing that's kind of a, uh, been the most tried and true? Obviously things are changing now with the internet and that type of thing for sales. Is, is, it, is it more so towards some sort of uh, media that you're putting out or is it some other tried and true thing that never changes or, or what? You know, I think what, I think the one thing that never changes is, is this, our side of the business anyway, the sales side of the business is, is purely relationship driven. It's um, whether it's a mom and pop, you know, retail store or, you know, a buyer at a, you know, multi-million dollar company. Sure. It's, it's the relationship that you have with those people. And, it's the, the everyday FaceTime that, that you get and, uh, you know, the ability to make a connection with them and, uh, you know, to, to and then the ability to make a connection with, with the factories that you represent. You know, we, we, we've been, you know, blessed and, and are lucky to, uh, to work with some of the best names in the industry. And, uh, you know, we don't have to be, honestly, we don't have to be ashamed of anything we sell. You know, we stand up front and we're passionate about what we sell. We sell great brands, and, and we're really excited to be able to bring that to the public, and, and and to be able to bring that opportunity to our retail partners. You know, they they really look forward to uh, to the things that that we're able to bring them uh, based on the relationships that we've had with them through the years. You know, there's a lot of trust there, and um, yeah. you know, they're willing to they're willing to to take a chance and and let us create opportunities for them with, with new products and new brands that, that we'll bring. And you know, I think that's something that we really bring to, to our partners, especially some of our newer partners that are just getting off the ground or, or, you know, build a great product and are wondering how to get it out there to the masses. Yeah. And, you know, we're able to, to take that in a lot of times on the back of, you know, 1500 year old brands that, that, that yeah. have been established. And you know, our partners know that we're, we're going to bring good product to them. So they're, yeah. they're excited when we bring new stuff. Yeah, and so you've been able to see it work through other companies and whatnot too. And over the years, you can you can come in with confidence and help them sure. out. And, sure, yeah, that's sure. Big, you know they 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 appreciate it. They trust us, and and, yeah. and you know we we obviously don't abuse that trust, and you don't want to want to maintain those relationships. Yeah, absolutely. And so how how does being in that business lead you to being in the, in the middle of the Sonoran desert at, uh, at Rancho hunting, or I guess, how did you end up uh, becoming here? I think you, I think you've been here a few times. I've been here a number of years. Yeah. <laughs> a number of years. And, and uh, you know, the Camus family are, 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 are great hosts and very gracious hosts and, and, and great partners. They run a tremendous operation. Uh, we've been here for, for a number of years. Uh, we, we like to mix a little fun with, with, with work and, uh, you know, we're in this industry, in the hunting industry, and, and uh, you know, we, 
you know, uh, back to the relationship piece, we, we have to build those relationships and like to keep relationships with, with all our partners. And, you know, because of the industry we're in, we really feel there's no better way to do that than, you know, breaking bread in a hunting camp. And this is just one of the truly great places to, to come and do that. And you know, we, anybody that, that's passionate about hunting and, and especially passionate about mule deer hunting, if, uh, if Sonora is not on their bucket list, it ought to be. <laughs> and, and what is it about, uh, um, I mean, this is, oh, I think the third time down to Sonora, but for those that, people that have never been or just maybe don't have it on their list, but are into hunting and that kind of thing, what, paint the picture of what, what are they, what are they missing out on here? You know, it's a, it's a different, it, it's a, it's a very different environment. And, and, you know, I've been really lucky to, to hunt mule deer all over the Western U.S. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a great time and a great place, but this is, uh, this is really, really a different place. You know, the terrain is very different. Uh, you know, the, the, the deer are different. This is high desert. Um, it, you know, you're, you're used to hunt mule deer and in, in the mountains and, and, with a with a totally different landscape and there's just something there's just something different and special about riding around in one of these giant mad max looking you know <laughs> high rack vehicles over over they're pretty know, extravagant scrub <laughs> mesquite trees and we satch buses and everything down here will stick you or poke you or bite you and and then seeing these giant majestic mule deer that that are walking around and can can disappear in an instant yeah yeah and what is if obviously you've hunted a lot of different places and 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 probably different types of animals and stuff um how is that important to you just just being able to hunt or how how is that uh kind of ingrained in your own lifestyle and why is it why is it an important part of what you do you know personally it's in it's important to me just it's it's something i've always done it's something i've always been passionate about it's something that you know my father ingrained in me and his ingrained in him. And, um, it's, um, it's, it's just an experience that, 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 uh, that's, that's really like no other. And it's not about, you know, I think that's where a lot of people that don't understand it miss it. It's, it's not about killing animals or, or, you know, the things that it's portrayed a lot. It's the, it's being here. It's being, being in the middle of it, it's 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 watching these beautiful animals and 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 experiencing you know, new things and seeing this beautiful terrain and and it's having the ability to go visit different places, whether it's you know whether it's a, a different state or, or you know a different county in the in the U.S. or going to some you know somewhat exotic place like Sonora, Mexico. It's it's uh, <laughs> yeah it's just a super experience and and one that that uh, you know I really think everybody ought to have and. So the, that experience part of it, getting to a place like this, and I mean, this, this time around, it didn't seem like there was too many issues getting across the border and, you know, things that people think are always going to be such a, such a headache trying to get to some other place. But is there, have you had any uh, uh, more difficult experiences in this location or maybe other places that you've hunted or just traveled to elsewhere? You know, I've had some interesting experiences and, and it can be, you know, it can be challenging, especially going to another country. It can be challenging. And, uh, the, the, you know, the, the one cardinal rule is, is to follow the rules. And, you know, there are, there are different rules and regulations about, about traveling to different countries, especially traveling with firearms to different countries. You know, you need to make sure that, 
you know, if they require a permit, you need to have your permit. You know, certain countries, if if you need, you know, if you need a visa, you need to have the visa. You know, you make sure all your paperwork's in order. Um, you know, but f- for the most part, it's it's pretty painless if you've done all the legwork beforehand. Um, that's not to say that uh, that's not to say that you don't run into the occasional issue or the occasional person that may be difficult, but it's it's a little bit of time. And if you have a little bit of patience, it, it all works itself out. But, you know, the one thing that the one thing that I found, whether I'm going to Mexico or to Africa or, you know, to South America or wherever it might be on a hunt, if you'll bring your patience and if you'll, if you'll bring your good manners and if you'll be respectful and polite and remembering and remember all the time that, that, that you're going to someone else's country and you're a yeah. guest in their country, that <laughs> goes sure. a long way to taking care of all these problems. Yeah, yeah, it's you got to take it in stride because you're you're stepping into some place you may not be completely familiar with. <laughs> yeah, you bet. You know, it's a uh, it, it's it, they they want to welcome you as a guest. You know, be a they want to be a gracious host. So you know, you should be a you should be a gracious guest. Yeah, and so as far as the. Um, the business side and you get to go to these places and kind of spend time with those that you work with and that kind of thing. Um, is that, is that something that you kind of knew, uh, as far as the business and industry that you're in, did you know that you wanted to, to go into that as you're going into college or that kind of thing? Or was it a passion that you already had that kind of came to fruition through this business? You know, honestly, I had no idea. Um, you know, I was in school, had no idea really what I wanted to do, needed a part-time job when I was in school. Um, at all, you know, ended up working in a gun shop and, you know, I may have been that different kid when I was a little kid, I didn't want to go to toy stores. I wanted to go to gun shops and, uh, it was just kind of the natural place for me to end up and, uh, really enjoyed it. And, and while I was there, you know, the, the sales reps would call on us. And honestly, I didn't even know that was a job. I'd never seen anything like that and, and, uh, thought, well, that'd be kind of cool. And the opportunity came up and, and I took it. And when I took it, I didn't have any idea how long it would last. And, you know, 25 plus years later, here we are and, and <laughs> I'm still doing it. And, and now it's, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting, you know, where I'm at the point now where, you know, we get to go on, on, on great hunts and adventures like this. And we go with our partners and, you know, the, the time here is, you know, not only great, great for the hunt, but it's invaluable for, for the business as well. It gives us an opportunity yeah. in a, in a different location to really bond and, and talk about business and talk about the future and make decisions in a, in a much more relaxed environment than sitting around in a stuffy conference room or, uh, you know, a, the, an airport motel in the middle of nowhere, which, you know, we all have to do enough of anyway. And this is, mm-hmm. uh, honestly, you know, sitting in Sonora around the campfire is a pretty nice way to talk about business for the year. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it might make some some things seem not quite as big of a deal when you're <laughs> just like, well, we'll just <laughs> yeah. we're gonna take some break off of this and you go bet. go look for some deer. <laughs> you bet, you bet. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty good way to go. It's a good it's a good backdrop. And and where do you see kind of the uh, the future of either either your your guys's business or or the the impact of of sales and kind of going on into the future years? Is it uh, under a lot of, of changes or do you see it, you know, impacting what you guys do just over the next few years? You know, not really, not really any great impacts. You know, there've been some, there've been some ups and downs and, and, you know, our business is, um, for the most part, fairly steady. You know, we run into, 
we run into different spikes, uh, especially on the firearm side or the ammunition side, you know, purely based on, on issues, legislative issues, uh, things that, that may or may not be happening in the media or the world or, 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 or with the government or being discussed in Congress. Um, you know, we, we have run into that over the last few years, but we're in a pretty stable place right now. Um, things seem to have leveled off. Uh, everybody seems to be pretty happy. There have been some general changes in the market. Um, you know, the internet affects everything and, and always yeah, will. But for, sure. for the most part, it's it's for the good. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's allowed it's allowed, you know, another outlet for product. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's that's never a bad thing. You know, a lot of like I said, a lot of our business is the firearms business. And it's uh it's a very highly regulated business and it happens face to face. And there's there's a lot of licensing that needs to happen, a lot of paperwork that needs to happen and uh, you know, no, no amount of internet or technology is really going to change that. You know, it's always going to have to happen in that face to face. So sure. you know, we're, we're, we're pretty stable in, in, in that sense. Yeah. And, uh, as far as, uh, for you and kind of, um, I guess going all these different places that you've been able to go and, and kind of have these experiences, is there anything that, uh, kind of sticks out to you either as, as a real memorable experience or even just something that, is is uh, i mean people ask oh what's your favorite place to visit i mean it's kind of a hard thing to <laughs> say i'm sure there's a lot of different places but just anything that just pops in your head of just something that might be uh um you know really interesting or, or kind of memorable from your trips you know we're you know that that favorite place favorite place to visit favorite place to hunt we're sitting in my favorite place <laughs> to hunt right now That's good uh, no. you know we had that yeah. discussion or i had the discussion with, with some of the other guys earlier today this is my favorite place to hunt uh, I think the most memorable, the most memorable experience I got to have on a, on a business related hunting trip was the first time I went to Africa and I would, uh, you know, we were, we were really lucky, you know, we, we spent you know, two and a half weeks in, in, in Tanzania and, you know, in the, in the middle of the Salu wilderness area. And it was, it was a great trip. And, but the, the crazy part about it, I guess, is I didn't really want to go. I had no desire to go to Africa. Really, um, yeah. I pretty much had to be talked into it and and forced into it <laughs> and went. And I'll tell you, twenty days later, I would have gone back the next day. Really, and wow. you know that was a that's a that, stint. That was You're a, there for yeah, a I was there for a long time. You know, in in a tent camp on the river. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it was it was a wow. It, but still, would have gone back. It yeah. was it was a lot of fun, and I, I think that was. That was probably the most unexpected thing that happened to me on a trip like this. Yeah, and and was it uh, uh, being in a, in a camp like that? Was it the uh, the people or the ruggedness or just the allure of that place that you didn't expect? Or you know, I didn't. It was the wildest place I'd ever been. Yeah, you know, it was it was as far I thought I had been in the middle of nowhere before, <laughs> and and that was truly the middle. It of nowhere. set a new bar for you know. It really did. It set a new bar. You yeah. know, when I when I heard a story that they. Uh, you know that they had to take a they had to take a land cruiser into town to uh, uh, into Dar es Salaam to be worked on, and it took them thirty nine hours to get there. Wow! I, I, I knew I was in the middle of nowhere, and to put that in perspective, Goodness. our flight from Dar es Salaam, our bush plane flight from Dar es Salaam, was about an hour and twenty minutes. So it's not wow. that far away. Wow! But it but it took them 39, <laughs> 39 hours to get there. Man, yeah, that's uh, that. That's one thing that I think some people may not, you know, realize. There's obviously some remote places to visit, and there's some 
you know, rugged, rugged places, but the, the logistics of, of getting the food you need, getting yeah. the gear you need there, getting the people. Getting just, the roads you need when they <laughs> yeah. don't, you know, when they, you know, when you go on a concession that's, that's 400 square miles and there's not a road on it. Yeah. And you show up and there's roads all over it. And, you know, they've cut these roads with shovels and machetes. Wow. And they're, they're beautiful roads all the way through it. You know, there's things that you just don't really, it's, it's, it's easy to bring your, you know, it's really easy to bring your first world solutions to their third world problems. And, <laughs> and yeah. it, it just doesn't always work that way. You know, sure. they, it's, it's a lot of things you don't think about until you go someplace that rugged. Yeah. And, and I think the other, the other part of it too, is you go to these places and there's, there's people that have a business or have, have yeah. what they, they do that, they have to be pretty passionate about what they do to make it work in some of you these bet. crazy locations. Yeah, I mean, you bet. here they, they've been able to diversify in a lot of different you know industries yeah. and stuff to make it work. But I'm sure in a lot of the places you go to, you see those types of people that not only is the place rugged, but also the people have to match well, the difficulty. Yeah, you know, you really think about it. And, and not only is the place rugged and, and the people that are there that have started that business have to be passionate about it, but Usually in a place like that, you know, you you really have to think about not only are they passionate, but they're supporting they're supporting whole villages. Right. Yeah. And you know, just the 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 sheer importance of all that. I mean, yeah. that's that there are there are families upon families and 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 whole towns and villages that that support on that that are dependent upon the support of of what these you know what these entrepreneurs bring into places yeah. like that and. Yeah. You know, it's a it's a pretty powerful message when you when you when you're there and you meet those people. Yeah, and so from from the years and experience of just seeing, I guess, a lot of different industries, businesses, people. Um, for those that uh, uh, maybe have an idea or maybe just a, a business concept or something, I mean, I'm sure you've seen good businesses and bad sure, businesses sure, coming through sure. your line of work. Um, what do you think is is that? Obviously, there's probably a lot of things, but something that you would see to that kind of stands out of of what helps them get past that that maybe first barrier or difficulty to actually get to that point of having that business in the middle of nowhere or starting that product that maybe is needed out there. I mean, what's what's kind of something you've seen that helps people get past that limitation? You know, when you, really, when you talk about products today, that that was always very difficult. People have great ideas, and how do they get it out? Yeah. Um, you know, and you'd, you would, uh, you know, you would fight tooth and nail and, and, you know, especially in our business, you know, you'd, these poor guys would go to a different consumer, you know, consumer event every weekend, you know, and they're trying to sell it from a table or the back of their car or wherever they are. And that's not to say that that's not still a viable option. And there's a lot of people that do it, but the, you know, the, the maturation of the internet today has, has allowed everyone to uh, everyone to, to, to showcase their product to, to millions of people almost instantly. And it's pretty amazing to me to see the, to see the things, you know, find the things that you're able to find now, especially on, you know, on social media or, or from, you know, from the recommendation of a friend now. Yeah. And, you know, you can instantly get that, you know, that, that, that justification and, and that, that kind of stamp of the friend, you know, the, the, the buddy blessing, so to speak mm -hmm. from, you know, different reviews and, and, and people show you and they send it around. And I really think that's the biggest part now, you know, somebody can come up with a great product if they have, uh, you know, 
some some help or maybe even not maybe they do a good job with you know some basic brand marketing and they get their name out there and and uh you know develop a little following and 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 it just grows from there i think that's that's really the biggest change that i've seen and one of the and honestly i think one of the greatest things for for people in product development sure yeah yeah the things that that are available now is is just is unreal. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the things you have access to. Yeah, the number, and, just the, the, the things you have access to and the people you have access to oh, that you've yeah. never had access to. Knowledge before. and yeah, yeah, it's it's amazing, and we and we take it for granted a lot of times that just the 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 wealth of knowledge that is available or the people yeah. that have been through it before or or have you know built upon other other ideas and then yep. made better. You know, you know, we found some stuff that way. You know, I'll have you know, you know me or a rep or somebody in the organization will see something and, and, uh, Hey, this is pretty neat. And, you know, you'll call them and take a chance and help them out. And, um, it's a, it's a great, it's, it's just a great opportunity now. And I, I think that, that I'm happy that a lot of people are taking advantage of it. And if anybody's out there trying to develop something like that, I would hope they would. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, the, the opportunity is there. It's just a matter of making those, those pieces line up and, getting out of out of your own self that yeah, might let yeah, you yeah, exactly. at times as well. I mean it can be daunting, but um, but I think it's there's a lot of a lot of great ideas still yep. still waiting to be discovered out there for sure. Oh definitely. Um, and so what uh, for you what's what's kind of the next uh, trip adventure, that kind of thing that you have uh, coming up along the lines now? You know, unfortunately I've got to go back to work now. Uh, <laughs> this is a pretty busy, this is a bit of work. This, yeah, the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but I, the actual I, I, computer. You know, thank you. The... <laughs> I have a hard time selling that sometimes. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. It, uh, <clears throat> this is, this is trade show season for us. Yeah. So that's, uh, for the next 60 days or so, that's where I'll be. Is yeah. it you know, one trade show after another one? And all the new product releases happen now, and uh, you know, then we have to go out and, and, and present it to all our accounts, and um, so it, it'll be pretty action-packed for the next next oh, sixty yeah. days. And yeah. unfortunately, you know, hunting trips anyway. I'm I'm pretty much done until next fall. <laughs> this is this is yeah. usually the end. Now, of the now season it's the meeting me. and the talking and the you know, you know. which is another great thing about Sonora. You know, you get to you get to end your season and end your season in January yeah. instead of in November. It's pretty <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, so what, what, what is it that, uh, for you, I guess you get to do some, some trips like this that, that kind of keeps the, the, the fire burning, if you will, or that kind of thing. But, um, for you, is there, is there something else that, uh, just kind of is that motivation or drive just to keep, keep growing and building in, in what you do with your, your business is looking forward to stuff like this or leaving things, uh, you know, the future for your you know, family or next generations or what's, what's kind of the driving force there? You know, I think all the above is, is a driving force. You know, this kind of stuff is, is great. And it's, a it's a great, it's a great benefit. Um, you know, we, to be able to, to, you know, continue to work and get to go to great places like this and go with friends and, 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 and colleagues that I enjoy. But, you know, I think the, the driving force, my driving force is, is the same driving force that everybody else has in a successful business. You know, you, you, uh, you strive to be successful and you work hard to be successful. And once you're successful, you don't want to stop being successful. You want to be more successful. So, you know, just the, 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 the everyday and, and, and going out and doing it. And, you know, I still enjoy it. And, you know, somebody told me a long time ago that, that if you like your job, 
more than 50% of the time, then you've got a great job. And I'm really lucky because I like my job a lot more than 50% of the time. <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a great industry that, that I, I truly love and, and, you know, I've been in for, for all my adult life and I don't see myself doing anything else and really don't have any desire to do anything else. So that's, uh, you know, that's, that's been the, the, the motivation and the driving force behind all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd, I agree a hundred percent. That's, that's exactly why I keep doing what I'm doing. And it's, it's, uh, to, to do, to do what you love, you know, for work. I think it's, it's a huge, huge blessing. A lot of people don't, uh, a lot of people don't get that, don't get that opportunity. And, and I feel pretty lucky to, to do what I love for work. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It's, it, it makes it, makes it a lot easier to, to keep doing it yep. Yep. <laughs> for sure. Um, sounds great. Well, thank you for taking some time out of, uh, this, this Sonora adventure and, and hunting trip. It's, uh, it's been a pleasure. So thanks for coming on. Well, you're welcome, Micah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you're able to glean some valuable insights from this episode. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a review and let us know what you thought and your feedback. We would love to hear from you. If you want to find out more, visit silverlinefilm.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook under Silverline Films. And we look forward to seeing you next week on Silverline Behind the Frame.